2: Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. May the 6th be with you 2021. May the 6th be with you, too. Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Hope everybody had a great Cinco de Mayo and is uh, having a great start to their Thursday. Beautiful morning. A little crisp in the air. Feels good outside. Yeah. Roush, how are you?
1: I'm swell. Swell. I think... No nope.
2: computer for Roush today. No, no, I'm. I you always feel, feel naked f- when you do radio without a computer. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: kind of weird. But uh, Duke slept today, so I wasn't as prepared. Maybe you might say,
2: I'm uh, not sure. I understand the correlation. Well, but he I'll slept an extra
1: thirty minutes, so you bet your sweet buns, I slept the extra thirty minutes, and in doing so, you get a little rushed and you forget the the second bag.
2: Understandable.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which well, I, I can, I can get by with this. Leaving the baby bag, though. That 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 would have been a disaster. Yeah. Would have been would have been real bad, Clark. We found out he's a big fan of watching his mom play volleyball last night. So that was fun. Oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I saw the Snapchat. Seemed to really like the sand.
1: Yes, he did not like it previously, but now that he's walking around, last time his feet like disappeared in the sand, and it just. <laughs> whoo- it's so like somebody ate his feet, and he did not like that.
2: You're already calling your shot for the 2040 Olympics? Yeah. S- sand volleyball. Okay. What if he ends up being a football player? I mean, fine by me. But but he'll be sa- playing sand volleyball in the 2040 Olympics, whether they like it or not. Yeah. I like it. Like DK Metcalf. Oh, yeah. You're running in the Olympics no matter what. Is he like, so people know more about the NFL than I do. A lot of people actually mm-hmm. do. Is he just head and shoulders the fastest NFL player, and it's not even close? Because I would find that hard to believe. You'd, you'd think that there would be somebody quicker than him, just with his, how like bulky he well, is. I I'll, think you would say that Tyree Kill is
1: faster yeah, than
0: him. That's where I was going to go.
1: But I think this is some of its publicity, but also I think he might have enough explosiveness to maybe be close. I don't think he will because
2: you're right; he's carrying a lot more weight. Like that dude is huge. Yeah. But but it, then again, I think it's hundred meters, which like you need to. It's a lot of it's at the starting line. You know those like track stars that run hundred meters. They're not little dudes. They're pretty, right, they're, right. You know they've, they got they've, some they've, long strides. They've got build on them. They got to have some muscle to keep them going. Kind of wild.
1: Uh, the setting up. I, I was trying to set up an appointment to get Brooke massage for Mother's Day, and uh, the lady does. It was like, yeah, sorry, I blocked out all the weekends to prepare for the Olympic trials, which kind of like oh you know I guess that happens totally you know? relatable. yeah very very relatable we'll do a Wednesday
2: <laughs> all right well uh
1: so, so go to Nita go to the Olympics that would y- be cool
2: you uh so so no no laptop that's all right we already got a lot of text in the show five zero two four one four 1450. Justin, how was your Wednesday? How was uh, the the work marathon on Cinco de Mayo?
0: Yeah, it was good. Uh, Wednesdays are my Friday, so technically today's kind of like my Saturday, which is pretty awesome. Get to do whatever I want today after the show. What are you going to do? If we're being honest, I am probably going to go to Bobby Cook because I think the golf courses are just going to be so sloppy from all that rain we got. Mm, That's a good call. So that's probably where you could find me today.
2: That's not a uh, bad idea. Yeah, the courses are probably going to be a little bit wet. Bobby Cook, that's the place for it. Exit 4 in southern Indiana. You can get lessons. You can hit the virtual range. You can play a course. Whatever you need to do, go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more. Sounds like a nice little Thursday for you. Yeah. not, allergies have taken a hold of me. Oh, you did, did you not get to the mucinex in time? Well, no, like, I, so I did need to take it Tuesday night. I was worried about that. I think I'm in, like, a little bit, uh, I, I wasn't too, too terribly late, but I was late. hmm So, don't, still don't feel amazing but you, you i didn't get worse so that was all right yeah
1: and you don't sound like you're completely stopped up like maybe there's you gotta hawk something out of there but no you sound good terry
2: that's the thing with allergies it's like nighttime and mornings are the worst yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like especially getting up and having to do that first like sneeze or cough and not to get into the gross gory details it's just like Mm-hmm. Oh, is that going to be all day? Because then I, I can't do it. Or but you have to prop not. your head
1: up because you don't want the
2: drainage to, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so. that's what I
0: was thinking. That first uh, nose blow of the day is always a doozy.
1: Yep. Yeah. It can be fun, though. Sometimes you're like, oh, my God, that got yeah. out of there? Like, well, this is so gross. And then you're like,
0: you have such a new relief of breathing. Oh, it's great. But it's, it's also,
1: great. like, you when you got to call your friend and check out the toilet, like, you got to see this. This is... <laughs> Sure, you do that with hand all the time. TJ. All the time. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: No, but sometimes you can get lucky with like your allergies being terrible, and instead of it being your first cough or your first, your first like uh, blowing your nose, you get lucky and you get a sneeze. Oh, and, and that's it almost just... like your body's way of just like vacuuming all of it out just in an instant, and it's. A very satisfying sneeze, mind you. Like, it feels, it just feels really good. Uh, I didn't have that this morning, unfortunately. It was just a blow in the nose and then like a big loogie. People sort forget of deal, so. that
1: sneezing is one of Justin Kalen's favorite things. Absolutely. That is.
2: Yeah, people forget. And all day when we were hanging out, he just like, can't wait to sneeze here in a little bit.
0: <laughs> and did I? Uh, I don't remember sneezing a lot that day.
2: Yeah, and you like went up to people who were high fiving them. You were like, sneeze. <laughs> No, no truth forget, to that. I did forget that he—that's uh, that one of his favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Sneezing. No, okay, Justin. So we did have news yesterday, Roush. We did it. It's just, but it feels like with like the slow drip, 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 drip of news that uh, it, all of it's kind of expected. So like we knew Kentucky was going to get C.J. Frederick, we just didn't know when. Cool, they got him. Yeah,
1: it, it is nice though to get the refreshers. Whenever the news breaks, though, oh, he was the second best three-point shooter in college basketball last year. 49.7%, something ridiculous like that. Like, when you see the numbers in, you're like, oh,
2: yeah, there we go. That's what I'll uh, – give me some of that. Who 40 – it really is an insane number. You're literally flirting with it being a coin flip every time you shoot a three, at going in and not going in. So – What's I, I want to try to think about the most
1: automatic three-point shooters that we've watched at the University of Kentucky. Because we've had some great ones. I think for one month, Devin Booker, every time the shot left his hand, you knew it was going in. Tyler Eulis was a little bit more high volume. So, you know, obviously his percentages weren't that great. I'm I'm curious what it actually ended up being that sophomore season. But when he was like four feet behind the line from the top of the key, that felt automatic. But like Tyler, I guess Tyler Hero had his moments too later on in the season. A lot of these guys, I think in general throughout the Calipari era have been streaky at times. And for all the right reasons, Blake Monk, uh, whenever he got, had his hot moments, it was just like, he was NBA jam flamethrower. But, Frederick is going to be the consummate beacon of consistency where if he gets open, then I'm just going to assume every time it's coming in.
2: Do you want to know somebody in the Calipari era that is top 10 all-time in U.K. history and three-point field goal percentage?
1: It's going to be somebody I did not
2: expect. In a season. Well, yeah, that's like the part of the bit. Right, right, right. Uh, Dronley. You have to have a minimum of twenty-five attempts to be on the list. Okay, this person got it by an attempt.
1: Twenty-six attempts. Oh Jesus! So not Deron Lamb.
0: This one surprised me too. Uh,
2: P.J. Washington. Yeah, that's, a that's a good guess. That's a good guess. That's a great guess. That's probably what I would have guessed as well. No, uh, a little man, not so little, by the name of Olivier bell? Are you serious? Number nine all time. In UK history for season. My God. He had, what, three or four games in February? He was a 46% just dynamite <laughs> three-point shooter. 12 of 26 on the season.
1: But oh man, that's and, gonna and, be a that's gonna be a, brain it's a very buster.
2: easy answer to the question of the best shooter we've seen in our lifetime that we've like actually been able to enjoy. Because the '90s run, we were just a little bit too young to we were watching, mm-hmm. but too young to really be able to enjoy it. It's Deron Lamb, and yeah. not in, anywhere close. Yeah, yeah, he shot rounding up forty nine percent in twenty eleven. <laughs> Stupid.
0: Yeah, that's and the guy. Yeah, and then his
2: sophomore year shot 47%. 49-47.
0: That's the guy I immediately went to was Deron Lamb. Him or, um, I can't believe you all didn't say Murray.
2: Yeah, but the thing about Murray is Murray shot a ton. Yeah, that's right. Jamal Murray is number 33. He shot 41%, but he did make a ton. He made a lot more than anybody else on this list uh, except only one person. Well, you know, I can just go by actually seasons. This is fun. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Taking uh, no a trip through old statistical On that memories. list of three-point field goal percentage, only one person had made more in a season than Jamal Murray. Any guesses? Uh, Monk? Good guess. No. But I bet you could get it with your next y- guess I- if you think about it. Don't think Cal era, necessarily. Oh, 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 okay. More threes. It's Travis Ford, right? Oh, come on, buddy.
1: Jody makes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jesus, Nick. But Jamal Murray, be se-
2: second all-time in a season. Malik Monk, third. Brandon Knight,
1: eighth. Travis Ford broke the record at the time back then, so that's what I went to. Man, Nick,
2: you you dummy. So, C.J. Frederick will be on this list. There's just really no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He will be. Uh, where will he fall in? I'm not sure. If Kentucky will be lucky enough to get him to be best all-time Cameron Mills at 53% in a season. Travis Ford second at fifty three. He he rounds up to fifty three percent. Cameron Mill run, rounds down. But Travis Ford also hit uh, nearly two and a half times more threes than Cameron Mills. So if you really kind of want to go by, yeah, it, yeah, semantics, yeah, yeah, splitting hairs here. But, whew, uh, 53%. I'm glad percent. I'm glad we brought up DeRon
1: Lamb though, because of all of the good shooters in the Calipari era, he was probably the most specialized of. All of those players. Like you are a shooter. Yes. Uh, I mean, and I can recall a couple times him doing the head fake and hitting the 18-footers. But for the most part, if Ron Lamb was having a big game, it was because he was hitting a bunch of threes. That's what he did. Wasn't great defensively.
2: He was actually underrated in other areas. But, like, again, rightfully so, when you are shooting – Uh, near 50% from three, that's what you're going to be marked as. But, like, I I don't think he was a bad defender. Uh, I don't think that he was a bad passer. And there was a few pinches where he had to play a little point guard and it wasn't ideal, but he could do it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, he was like Malik Monk. He had Monk, really long arms Malik that Monk kind of could, benefit
1: him defensively. Jamal
2: Murray were like, hey, you got to go score. If it's three, it's cool, but you got, you got the ball in your hand, you got to go make something happen. Deron Lamb was, you just sit on the perimeter, buddy, and we'll, we'll pass it out to you and you take care of business. When I think of Deron Lamb, it's the wing
1: to corner that the television camera is facing. Those felt like his two hot spots where he was – you could always find 20 in – and that's I think is going to be a lot of the case with Frederick, where he's going to be serviceable in other areas, but he's going to be the three point shooter. And um, I don't want to get give credit to this guy, but I actually do uh, like his his basketball analysis, even though he gets too in the weeds. But Chris Hatfield was just talking at length about how this is this is not a typical Cal team in that. The roles are going to be very specialized on this year's Kentucky basketball team. It's it's. It,
2: I think the best Kentucky teams have specialized roles in them.
1: Yeah, and it, but it's just away from Calipari's positionless pitch that he used for so long, but. Let's be honest. It's kind of better if you have guys who know what their job is supposed to be each time down the court. You have Oscar Shubway, a big, bruising five.
2: You are staying in the paint, big dog. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then you've got Dante Allen, C.J. Frederick. They're your shooters. Yep. Uh, Damian Collins, he, mid-range shot blocker.
2: Yeah, he should be shot blocker. He's one where it's maybe just like you don't know exactly what you're getting just yet. Mm-hmm. He could do multiple things and, and could end up being kind of a – Jack of all trades, master of none. But you would think shot blocking would be the box the that you would check where it's like right. if you want to play out offensively, that's fine, but we need you lurking backside help on defense.
1: Jacob Toppin is just your junk player, your utility. Like he's your hustle, defense, rebound, uh putbacks and then, you know, hit hit a couple shots here and there. Uh kind of guy. Kellen Grady is your steady Guy, when you need points, you give you give the ball to Grady. You stop the bleeding. You're the uh, senior. You're you're the mature guy who can help steady the rocky ship whenever things get tough. He's he's my Darius Miller, except probably a little bit better. Is that fair?
2: Yeah, I think it's fair.
1: Yeah. And then uh, now I'm starting to do the thing where I forget all of the players that are on the roster or who are not because we play this game so much. But let's just go ahead and put Ty Ty Washington, even though he's not there. He's just point guard. That that's what really is missing is just the point guard. See, a you-
2: blue had a story about how an Illinois rider was like, "Yeah, we we feel like Illinois finished runner up in Taty Washington's first go around because he committed to Creighton, mm-hmm. and the only reason Illinois was ever even considered is because Tai and Chin had such a good relationship. Ooh, inter Chin, and then now you got momentum for Kentucky. I don't. I, I think it's. Seemingly more likely where we can start feeling good about Todd Todd to UK. That's not like okay, well TJ said it, that makes it all good. Now I mean Graf and Kyle Tucker here, yeah, yeah, and you're you're just getting such a leak of momentum that it's it's starting to be similar to CJ Frederick, where it's like all right, it won't be official till it's official, but let's start maybe picturing good about it. our ro- just because it seems like you know you you got enough there it's to start not going as, with it. I don't think it's as. Uh...
1: The, the the one difference in this though is it's not like okay just when are they going to do it I,
2: <laughs> I i don't feel that same level of confidence with tati washington but i do like that well we know at least when it's going to be it's just what will he say on may 15th is what we're waiting for but i i'm all right talking about the roster and at least with the caveat of saying hey we feel good about tati washington let's start looking at him in the picture but he could end up going somewhere else and guess what we'll come back that monday and we'll just start analyzing hypotheticals for different players. That's just the way radio oh, works. But, no, it's starting to seem more and more likely. That, that's that's good news.
1: Yeah, and I, I would just – really the one thing that Kentucky just doesn't have in all of their different roles, I don't know if there's a guy who you say is going to be the star. Maybe if Brooks comes back, it could be Keon Brooks. No, nah, I don't think Brooks would be the star on this team. Well, that's what I mean. It's kind of, no, it is hard.
2: It's hard to figure out who the star is going to be. I think if you get Ty Ty Washington, you need one more from that grad transfer pool. Whether it's Jose Alvarado, Marcus Carr, you know, we we've talked about this a lot. Uh, maybe it's Scottie Pippen Jr. I just I would go get one more dude, and hope that that guy's the dude. Yeah, and then that that and then at that point though, let's just let's I I think this would be my dream scenario. Ooh, okay. After you, Before you get the snot out. Dream,
1: realistic. Right. You're you're thinking about Marcus Like,
2: Ty Ty seems like he's going to be on board. You already got C.J. Frederick. We'll talk more about that. And then you got Grady. That's fun. You got Dante Allen. That's fun as well. If you could get Scottie Pippen Jr. mixed in with that. Yeah. That's just – that's an elite team. I mean, a a realistic, not just – BS in preseason top five with final four expectations. If you went out there and you started Washington, Pippen, Ty Ty, I don't know, a, you're starting Grady. I mean, yeah. you've got to start Grady. Grady, then, then you're going, let's just say Brooks, and then Shoeboy.
1: And then you bring Frederick.
2: Then you're bringing Allen Frederick, off Allen off the bench, Collins. Toppin, Collins. Yeah. It's yeah, that's that's, stupid. That's fine. I mean, it's just yeah, a stupid that's fine. good lineup. I still want one more, though. If we're we're putting Ty-Ty and we're starting to move him over to, like, looking good territory, I still want one more from that grad transfer pool. And really any of them. If it's Jose Alvarado, great. That's an awesome defender. I still have some questions offensively. We talked about that yesterday. Listen to the podcast. Uh, If it's Marcus Carr... He I, he, you know he's gonna probably cost you. He's gonna have the ball in his hands a lot, and he's gonna shoot a lot. And his field goal percentage probably isn't gonna be amazing, but he can still get to the rim. That's gonna help you. It's just you'd have too many options, Roush. That any of them, I'd be all right.
1: with. Pippen would be my top choice because even on Pippen's bad days, we've seen him where I, I believe it was in the SEC tournament where he couldn't buy a shot, or it might have been the second Kentucky game, and he still had like eight or nine assists on a bad Vanderbilt team. So uh, that would be my top choice, but. All in all, I do – we are getting to where it's like, okay, there's been a lot of change, but we're starting to see things come to fruition that
2: – It's are, like maybe you can see the light at the end of the tunnel.
1: Right, right, right. Like, it's it's starting to – we're getting there. We, we said that all along it was going to require some patience. Uh, we're still patiently awaiting for the assistant coaching news to drop, which I'm guessing would be sometime this week. The job postings are officially down, so – it means that you've got to be, you've got to get. You're starting to get into cross and t's dot and i's territory. Uh, so once that finally happens, then it'll be like, okay, now just go get two more guys. We'll be good to go.
2: We'll be good to go. And I, and if it ends up just being tie tie, and that's what they add, I still think that there's, I think there's a a team that can make a run there too. I think that they'll have their fair share of losses, but. Again, C.J. Frederick's gonna be a nice player for Kentucky. That was a big. That was a big addition, one that we always felt pretty good about. But still, somebody that can shoot it that well. Watch his highlight tapes. It's really going to be easy to see how he'll how he'll be used at UK, and it'll be, I think, the most similar we've seen a player use to a Deron Lamb. And just you hang out there, buddy. And if somebody plays off you, we're gonna get a point guard that's gonna be able to kick it out to you. Boom, you'll be good to go. You knock that down. And then, you know what, we'll have somebody, and you just got to get somebody in there that can collapse the defense. Ty Ty, I think we'll be able to do that in time. Maybe not off the get-go. I guess everybody's just guessing with that, though, so my opinion is no different than anybody else's. But that's what I was tweeting about yesterday. I don't think Wheeler ends up at Kentucky, but if he could average over seven assists with the Georgia bums he played with, imagine dishing out to Ty Ty, C.J. Frederick, Grady, Dante Allen, or – Throwing an oop to Shubway or Collins or dishing out to a stretch four and Brooks or an oop to Toppin, who I still think is the best jumper on the team. like he would, ha- he would average as many assists as he wants to if he got the playing time. Cal could say, hey, go get 15 assists for you- me tonight, and he could go out there and do it. That's important to get somebody that can dish and pass to all the shooters that are going to be out there. But if it were just to stay as it is, I still think that's a team that could make a deep run. You'd just be having to ask a little bit more out of tie tie and you'd need Dante to be able to stay on the floor and defend and you need CJ to be able to stay on the floor and defend. But Cal said the first thing he jumped out or and that's a classic Cal. everybody assumes a shooter, but the first things he say he plays such great defense and he's good at like dribbling and penetrating and whatnot right. So
1: the um, here's here's something with CJ Frederick that I'm anxious to follow. Because, is C.J. Frederick a Kentucky kid? No. See, here, I'm curious if he's going to get any sort of Dante Allen treatment because C.J. Frederick won a state championship with the Covcath Colonels. He was a Sweet 16 star. But, as many people in northern Kentucky will be quick to tell you, he's from the other side of the river. They recruit over there. Northern Kentucky people get very mad at, at, at the private schools for recruiting over there. Big butt, so what? Get over it. So here's my question. Will he get the same Kentucky kid treatment? Will we uh, or 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 will it be any different whatsoever? And if you wanted to compare anything, uh Rondell Moore and uh hell, David Johnson. David Johnson's from New Albany, correct? Played at Trinity and then with the Louisville. I think that's right. Yeah. So like very similar scenarios. They see David Johnson as a hometown kid. Are, are we going to consider Frederick a Kentucky kid? UK or said a Cincinnati. Cin-
2: one? UK said Cincinnati, so that's that's what he is.
1: Well, he said from Co- Covington initially in the press release.
2: No, they. No, I think they said that's where he played high school, but it said from Cincinnati, Ohio on uh, the little okay, video.
1: Okay, because uh, there I did see somebody from Northern Kentucky being like, "You misspelled Park Hills."
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah, being oh. very mad. Yeah. On the which little video, so it said Cincy, like, so I was like, all right, so that, they're going to say that he's – I was like, it's probably a safe call. Such an, he's an inferiority complex, too. Because there's a few people. This light bulb goes off when it's a Kentucky kid, and it's just – it ain't a good light bulb. not a light bulb <laughs> you want going off. And then we had a new name yesterday. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about another name. It was the Syracuse guy the day before. A new name today, which baffles me, which is all makes for good radio. So we'll come back. I'll be baffled. We'll all be baffled together. Huh? This is KRC on Big X, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. was i i watched dazed and confused over the weekend did i tell you that all right all right all right the first time what yeah it took you this long you cool man man. like how okay you know what's funny though is like you didn't tell me to watch it you didn't say you need to watch this because a lot of our drops are from this
0: how's it going (laughs) going to be a lot better man
2: it's funny sometimes where I watch movies that I've never seen before, and then one of our drops is in it.
0: I only came here to do two things, man. Kick some ass and drink some beer. <laughs> it's like we're almost out of beer. <laughs>
2: and of course, like the movies generally have to do with drugs and stuff like that. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I should have known that that's a movie that Trevor watched. How's it going, man? Hey. Pretty good. How's it going with you? Say, so, hey, man. You got a joint?
1: Uh, no. Not on me, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs>
2: I didn't love the beginning of Days and Confused. I was kind of like, what am I watching? But by the end, I was like, man, that could go on another hour or two, and I would have been happy with it.
0: All I'm saying is I just want to look back and say that I did it the best I could while I was stuck in this place.
2: Had as much fun as I could when I was stuck in this place. Played as hard as I could when I was stuck in this place. Dogged as many chicks as I could when I was stuck in this place. (laughs) Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on roll, Big X Sports roll. Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your thir- Thursday. Yeah. Week has gone wow. by fast and slow. It's one of those weeks, mm-hmm. you know. It's yeah, like t- the days are going long, but, hey, at least we are to Thursday. This time last week, sleeping in. How nice. And then this time, well, yeah. Yeah. Preakness next week. Yes. Yeah, I should do a big
1: for Preakness. Even though, do I really want to cheer for Medina Spirit? Not really. Why not? Cheer for money.
2: Brad Cox sending uh, essential quality?
1: No, no. Saving wow. it for the Belmont. Um, don't know Scared. If might be sending Mandaloon,
2: though. I didn't take Brad Cox being so scared. But he was a South End tough guy.
1: It's probably best for Any place,
2: anytime, anywhere is what South Enders say. Yes, not horse racing. Brad well, no, Cox they, can't, they can't win rest. the can't win the big one. He really he, he, he's won other big ones, not the big one. Not though. the big one. Yeah.
1: But yeah, we got a big one next weekend.
2: Yeah. That'd be fun. That will be fun. You know it also is fun is going to Salsarita's, which I did yesterday. I'm not gonna not go to Salsarita's on Cinco de Mayo. But I was in a rush, so I had to go to the app, order online, and it was just so easy. Uh, Pam was there. I actually kind of felt a little rude because I was like, I had to order on the app. I'm, I'm having to kind of – da- not even down and dash, picking it up in dash. But it's so cool. Just They put it in this little cubby. It has your name on it. If you get a drink, they don't fill it up for you. They leave it there, which is great because on your the choice. app – Your choice. Yeah, on the app, it doesn't have Powerade. They have all the other options but not Powerade. It almost oh, feels like a personal on. slight to me. It it's is. It's the one bad thing about the app, literally – uh, but anyways, it was good because they leave the cup and I when I go get my Powerade and I drink it really fast and I go back again and they're like, hey, I thought it was pickup, buddy. And I said, eh. <laughs> no, they don't care about that. But it's so good and uh, saved a lot of money on the app. I had another $10, I guess. Justin, I think you did. you refer to me?
0: I, I used your referral. So, yeah, you're welcome. my man. You're welcome. <laughs> Woo. Rolling in the salsaritas bucks.
2: Yeah, so that was ten bucks uh, to salsaritas that I didn't have to pay for, and uh, so free meal from our friends. That's what happens when you can download the app. You can refer a friend, you'll get ten dollars in your account. They'll get a free entree. Everybody wins. They got two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. While we're talking basketball, Roush, mm-hmm. let's just uh, you keep were it, baffled. Let's just keep it going. Yeah, Kentucky, according to Aaron Torres and others. Uh, has reached out to Marcus Bagley, the Ooh. Arizona State transfer, and he's heard from Kansas, Kentucky, LSU, DePaul, Washington State, Texas Tech, Oregon, blah, 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 blah,
0: blah. Any relation to Marvin.
2: Yep. Yes, brother. Really? Yep, they had their own AU team. So here's the deal. Is that, like, Marvin Bagley's dad, who I think is also named Marvin Bagley, if I'm yes, not mistaken? because he was uh, the third. Yeah. Marvin, so-
0: Marvin, and Marcus.
2: Mar... Marvin Bagley Sr. didn't he say some bad things about Calipari in UK? Uh, Pretty sure he did.
1: I don't recall. Yeah, I thought there was a little. uh, I, I do remember them basically like writing off Kentucky, and it was surprising.
2: Yeah, I remember there was something there. There there was something in, like,
1: like, as things were getting closer, people thought that Marvin was going to be a Duke guy, and then during an interview said something. It was like, okay, well, he's definitely going to Duke now. Yeah. And it might have been a a cow comment. And you know what? This also, like, I think this is another one of just reaching out, putting your feelers out, but I, I doubt much will come of it.
2: He's a good player. The, the interesting thing about these feelers with Syracuse guy and now Marvin Bagley, assuming that this is correct, is that like front court looks very, very crowded and full. And even if Keon Brooks were to leave, between Damian Collins, Shoeboy, Ware, and Toppin, doesn't that look like doesn't that look like a full front court even without Brooks? Yeah. So then. You ain't having Brooks come back and bringing somebody else in. No. That's just not going to happen. Correct. Brooks could leave, and you could bring somebody else in. So the fact that they're still reaching out to names is this telling us something about Keon Brooks— because I feel like my gut's telling me Brooks is coming back, but maybe that's wrong. Maybe Brooks is going, and Kentucky, or maybe Kentucky truly doesn't know, and they just want to make sure that they're covering their bases. That Cal's never going to be caught without options. We've talked about this throughout the last two months, that he's casting a wider net, he's talking to more names. You know, we, like the Rocket Watch thing freaked me out a little bit, but that's okay. Casting <laughs> just, you know, just worst-case scenarios. It's better to say, be friendly with people and just say that, hey, remember how I reached out to you a couple of weeks ago? Well, how are we feeling now? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not. I reach out to all the names. For all I care, it just confuses me, and nobody likes being confused.
1: No, nobody likes being confused. I will add that yeah. the injury situation this year, I think, really was an unintended. You know, that, when we were playing this game last year with the roster build, it did sound good. It was, well, if Asky's not playing, well, Terrence Clark, he can uh, be your point guard, and then he's injured. So, I, uh, you know, we had the same thing with Brooks, where you expected a lot out of Brooks, and then he doesn't play until, what, January? I think it was the Florida game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, I, the injury caveat, that bug has really bit. Mingus, you can suck it. Was it the Noel year? Oh, really weird. That yeah, I think, it never was, had I think it was during any. the title run. Yeah, really, like Kentucky said, no bad injury problems. Like, that,
2: uh, yeah, I think it was something along the lines of, like, Kentucky has a great team, but, yeah. They've they had
1: some good injury luck. Yeah. And it's, well, that, that that luck is running dry. So maybe the, the casting a wider net, having other options, it's almost to just, in, instead of trying to push people out, you're just, hey, we need to have enough guys in case somebody goes down that we're not caught up a creek without a paddle. Because how many how many times last year did – Olivier Sargett in foul trouble, you didn't have Brooks, and then Lance Ware had to play a ton. It was, uh, I think it was the Georgia Tech game where he was just getting owned by Moses Wright, and it was like, you know, what can you do? Like, the, the, you're, there's nothing you can do. So uh, I, I have a feeling it's much more the case where when you're hearing about these forwards get called out, it's just a kind of covering your bases to make sure that if you do get put in a pinch, if Brooks does decide to leave, then you can— you know, make that you you have at least options out there.
2: Got to have options. You don't want to be caught with uh, you don't want a backcourt situation like last year, and uh, or or that situation in a front court. But I don't think either of those things are on the table, regardless. But you know what, Cal, just go get everybody. Add a third platoon for all I care. Roll fifteen deep. Achieve so and get we have more a blue
1: platoon, a white platoon, and a checkerboard platoon. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's I think the that. dream.
2: Sounds good to me. Let's go to the text line. 502 414 1450. 502 414 1450. In a perfect radio show world. We're able to just kind of balance it out throughout the show. And that way we don't rush at the end, but we also don't run out and get stuck having to talk about right. Justin's lizards.
1: Well, <laughs> the 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 text line kind of starts off that way. 502 414 1450. Because it's it's very it's a reference to a line that Justin threw in there yesterday that makes no sense out of context. Justin coming on the show with two dudes practicing marriage. Who are you, Tiger King? You old malt looking ass tiger tamer dingus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: did you watch Tiger King? Absolutely.
1: It's reality, so you yeah. know, right up his alley. Yeah. But Justin did say, you know, he's like, oh,
0: I don't know how much of that was reality, but
2: how do you feel about Carol Baskins?
0: Um, uh, she killed her husband, no doubt about it. Allegedly, uh,
2: that, that's quite the claim, there, buddy. I,
0: I, I, there's just no doubt about it. You know, allegedly. I watched her on Dancing with the Stars a little bit. She is so creepy.
1: I mean, are we just on Dancing with the Stars? You, you probably no, love I, Matt I wasn't. Too.
0: No, I wasn't like sitting down watching it. But I saw, I, I saw Clips. a couple of her performances. Okay. Yeah, and she's you, your, she's just creepy. You do
1: like the Matt Singer,
0: though, right? I watched the first two seasons. I have not watched. Okay, since. I
1: I could see you that making that appointment television.
0: It used to be, but yeah, then it it just kind of got lame.
1: Well, it's a, it's a bit that
0: gets
2: yeah. old. What's your roommate's favorite show, Justin?
0: Um, he watches a lot of the same stuff you all do. He's a big Game of Thrones guy. Um, he he's rewatching Ozark as we speak, or Ozarks um, off of Netflix.
2: Um, so when he so you all won't like have common watch time in the living room.
0: No, I mean we do, but if if he's watching whatever on one TV, I'll be playing video games on another TV, or I'll have a sports game on mute or whatever. But he's a he's a uh, what was it Sons of Anarchy? Is that the motorcycle one? Uh huh. He's a big Sons of Anarchy guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, I never got into Sun's Anarchy. Okay. What was the other one yeah. that like took place in Kentucky a little bit? Justify. Justify. I bet he's a big Justify fan.
0: I don't know that I've heard of that one.
1: It's a good one. It's a little bit older. Never never got into it. That was like it. when we were in
2: college, right? Yeah, and you know.
0: Yeah, my roommate, he's j- he's a he's a lot like Trevor Kelsey. He's just a movie, TV. Oh. He just always wants to watch something.
2: Is that a. Okay.
1: Oh, that's not well, a stab. No, yeah, no,
0: that's I'm not, not a stab idea. at all. i no.
1: like, oh, he. Is up till
2: four a.m. Uh-huh. sleeps until one. enjoys the devil's lettuce.
0: Yeah, he does not enjoy the devil's lettuce. Okay,
2: good, good really disappointing. Good to know. Texter says, "Would you fellows be interested in a golf scramble? I'm already playing in the morning, but would be happy to play thirty six holes. Mook, thirty six holes in one day. It's at Iroquois, Roush, by the way. Oh, love, love wow. the dirty at home course. I'll have to. I'll have to check the. I'll have to check the schedule. But it would be fun to be able to go out there and do it." Uh, get a scramble it could be I think Mook would want to play oh, with man. us, which would be fine, but then it could be us three and old Mook.
1: They uh they finally moved the sales alumni scramble off the traditional UK fan day weekend. Very excited. Well, who cares?
0: It's,
2: it's it. fan day. Big whoop.
0: Nick, have you well, never it's usually
2: the only open practice of the year, so I'd go. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, open practice, air quotes.
0: Yeah. Have you never done the thirty six holes in a day, Nick? Nope. Oh, Especially you
1: gotta, with, I, with a kid. 36, oh. I mean, that's
0: a full day. That's, exactly. Change your life. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah you, life, are, you are tired as hell at the end, but it's right. a lot like, of fun. Right, like I'm work. already
2: tired enough after 18. 18 yeah. yeah. you know. Has there ever been a time where you've played 18 and you're like, man, I just want to keep going? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. But usually, I've, I've, I've played 27 before, but never done the full, the extra nine, the final nine. Maybe one day.
0: I've wanted to do the twenty-seven at Quail Chase. Play every
1: quail, every hole. Mm -hmm. That'd be fun. Change it up every time.
2: Quail Chase used to be in such great, great shape. It's still okay. It's okay, but it used to be in great, great shape, which was uh, which was always. Then City
1: bought it and went to hell. Damn, Fisher. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: Roush, I was reading on Kentucky Sports Radio. You came a look after an Austin P transfer. What the hell is this all about? Yeah. Just came out of left field.
1: <laughs> no idea where that came from. <laughs> I will say it was. little. Y- y'all want some inside baseball?
2: Inside baseball, me.
1: <laughs> As we were leaving the show yesterday, I was like, gosh, what am I going to write about today? And TJ's like, you could write about the Austin P guy we talked about. You know what, that's a great idea. <laughs> I just wrote about two things that we talked about on the show yesterday. Why the hell not? Yeah, it's great.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't see an issue with that whatsoever. Although now I'm on KSR and I'm trying to find where it was. Looks like you all had a lot of content yesterday. Yeah, it
1: was a nooner yesterday. It was early. Well, you know, you have CJ Frederick pop and things get very
0: exciting. Did you put in the article that it was originated on Ten comments. KRC.
1: Yeah, yeah. People get very because you're right in that there was a lot of local folks who from Bowling Green area love D'Angelo Wilson. And there are also a lot of folks who say, Five nine, we don't need a five nine receiver.
2: <laughs> was that a fat Albert impression <laughs> mixed in there a little bit? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I didn't realize fat Mr. Albert was, Mr. So Albert was yeah, yeah, so so much against adding uh, adding somebody from Austin P but but yeah so people didn't like his height yeah some didn't what what were you going to what was what's your rebuttal to Mr. Albert so you can't
1: coach height you can't coach speed he's got one of them and i mean have little guys
2: out oh, there you know his last name's Robertson Mr. Robert his name's Albert Robertson Albert Robert. Robertson? Yeah.
0: Huh. Fat Albert? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. They they saw Bill
2: Cosby's childhood friend, Albert Robertson, who I'm (laughs) guessing was not a skinny man. No, no, no. Could not have been. Which, did he appreciate being turned into a cartoon? Probably. This is a pretty popular cartoon. How much did Fat Albert weigh? (laughs) It also,
1: the whole... He weighed 2,000 pounds. You really wish that you could enjoy old Bill Cosby stuff, but you can't. Like it just oh,
2: speaking of which, but not really. Did you see the kids say the darnest thing on CBS the reboot last oh, night? They,
1: I did not see it, but they've got Tiffany Haddish, who I think it was great. As it was an hour long,
2: which is too long, mm-hmm. and a couple of the kids. Which I'm sure this is probably the original too. One of my, I'll tell you what my favorite part was, but the. Some of the kids, they they are cute, but they would like get some laughs from the crowd, and they just to play, play to the they play the hits. <laughs> yeah. One kid was just like they'd ask them a question, and the moms were in the other room behind a curtain, and he'd be like, "Mom, what's my favorite color?" And that was cute, and everybody laughed, and then but he just kept doing it every time, oh, and they yeah. eventually had to like get him off the stage because yeah, it was on. like, all right, you know, yeah, you we, can't, get, we, can't, can't, we get your we get your bit. Yeah, have you, get you get was over, that the first time yourself. you had seen it? Well, obviously not.
0: But no, I mean the reboot. I thought the reboot just started. No, she's been doing it for, I watched it last year with Tiffany Whoa. Haddish.
2: Wow. Egg on my face. So maybe this is just like the reboot of this season. Maybe se- or a just, new just a new season. season, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, no, I had no idea. I was like, oh, this is cool, but my favorite part was, like, going in and out of breaks, they'd show old, like, back from the 60s. Yeah. Ah, nice. And those kids, they really did say the darnest things.
0: And that host. And then now uh, they're I can't all, think like, of his name. and losers. But- what a guy.
2: Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. he, was, was, he con- was awesome. They did a, like a little profile it of him too. Cosby? It wasn't Cosby? No, so the different? guy before. Yeah,
1: the, you know, the oh, tall okay. white guy. Really narrowing it down there for yeah. me, Justin. Uh, it was the- you.
0: Oh, he had hair? <laughs> it was you, Nick. The Rose.
1: one that I, I preferred was the newer one, and I, I wish I could think of the name of the show. It was Ellen DeGeneres, and then Steve Harvey took it over, where like, k- kids had talents. And it was kind of of the same ilk, where it was like kids say the darndest things, but they always had some crazy talent.
2: Art Linkletter? Yeah, there you go.
1: Oh, so it's probably Richard's dad. I don't know.
2: But that oh, was the guy.
1: Richard, Dazed and Confused, way to come full circle on the break.
2: Don't, I mean, rash I right. feel like crap. It's Thursday. Just, it's been a long week. I don't know what you're talking about. My <laughs> Richard Linkletter
1: made Dazed and Confused. He's a very famous filmmaker.
2: I had no idea. Yeah. Well, Are they really
1: related? Get educated. Probably.
2: I mean, how many link letters are there? Exactly.
1: <laughs> in 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 Hollywood, too? That's a good. Point. Richard got fed with that silver spoon. You better <laughs>
2: believe it. That was a cute show. Uh, that was fun. I may have to check that out more often. And then uh, well, I know the end. If anybody watched watched The Circle on Little Netflix. Little Big
1: Shots was the one I was talking about. That was a very good gotcha. show. Yeah. I don't know if they're still
2: doing that or not. That was a fun one. If anybody watched The Circle on Netflix, their season two. Finale, they crowned a winner, hundred thousand dollars. Ooh! The concept of that game, Roush, is that like you're in this hotel, you don't get to meet anybody face to face, but you have like a profile and you just talk to people through the profile. And then like twenty five percent of the people are catfish, but they throw a little twist in. And then basically how they vote people in or out is you do you rank just people based on how you like them or who you think is deserves to win, and the bottom person gets thrown out m- most of the time. Hmm. So it's kind of a fun game. Um summer's a big time for game shows. The though. winner was a catfish. Huh. It was a woman playing a man. Nice. And she tricked everybody. Got him. Yep. Yep. It's funny, everybody who played themselves got voted out, except for one person. The final five five they have five finalists. Four of them catfish, one a real person. And the person was did not win. So man. that that was a bummer. So anybody that watched that show, that was a lot of fun, but not you two. So obviously we won't have a conversation about it here. We will go to a commercial break, though. Yes. And then we will come back, and we'll get into more text. Uh, I need somebody to fill me in what the hell's going on with this hockey feud and fight. Oh, yes. oh please, that's awesome. yeah, please somebody that knows more it. than I me about it, it. Please tell me because I love it as well. There was like five or six, so seven dudes fights. in a penalty box just like scrammed and That was not social distancing. No, nope, no. Nope. And I didn't see a mask in sight.
0: Two hundred penalty minutes. <laughs> Over two hundred <laughs> penalty minutes.
2: That's more time than Trevor served. Oh, man, right. just in time for the playoffs. Let's go to a break. This is KRCM Big Ooh, X Sports Radio. TJ God. Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin With a song
1: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Charlie, there is enough cough medicine in there to kill a gorilla.
0: If you keep eating it, you're not going to last five minutes.
1: With Walker and Rouse. Bro, I can handle my Saturdays.
0: Welcome
2: back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 961 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Thursday morning. Hope everybody's having a great day. Mother's Day, right around the corner. Go to Genesis Diamonds. Get your mom something that truly reflects your appreciation for all that she's done over the last 12 months. Get her a timeless and meaningful gift from Genesis Diamonds. They've got a special selection just for mom. You'll go in there. They'll have a little section and... It'll say, hey, mom's gifts for goobers that don't know jewelry. I don't think it actually says that. But that would make it easier for all of us, and they, it's what they specialize in at Genesis Diamonds on Shelbyville Road right off the Waterson, next to Trader Joe's. All better, right.
1: Better get to your Mother's Day stuff today.
2: One thing I wanted to add. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I you mean, know, you're running out of time. You may as well just get it and make sure you can enjoy the weekend. I've got plenty of time.
1: Mm-hmm. Man's famous last words. Yep.
2: <laughs> Yep. Uh, One thing I wanted to add about D'Angelo Wilson that I don't think I said when we brought him up, but, like, I don't mean this as a slight. I I, I certainly don't. But if Charles Walker could play a role in Kentucky's offense, then somebody that's been proven at the college level I'm sure could. Yeah. I mean, this kid had
1: 1,500 yards receiving in one season. Do you know what the U.K. single season record is? What is it? 1,300 yards. Craig East, air raid. Now, granted, much different competition. I understand. Mm-hmm. Fifteen hundred yards is a ton of yards. That's a lot of production. He had fifteen. T- he averaged a touchdown a game that year in his last full season of football in twenty nineteen. So the production's there. There's there's no doubt. He doubting
2: that. was just one hundred and thirty six yards short of having a mile. Huh. yeah. Good
1: math. I somehow remember that milestone too. One thousand seven hundred and sixty. It was one
2: hundred and ninety six yards short. Sorry, apologies. One mile seventeen sixty. Yes. In yards. Five thousand two hundred eighty feet. Yes. Yeah. Any idea how many square feet in an acre?
1: Ooh, that I and also I'm a terrible visual. Like, I can't guesstimate. I ne- This is your job, so you should have a good idea if you just look at something. You can eyeball
2: it. 43,560 feet. Make an acre.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Good to know. See, like I can't do that, and I'm bad at guesstimating
2: crowd sizes, too.
0: You really have to add all this up for your appraisals, TJ.
2: Uh, well, I mean, the the systems do it for you, oh, okay. but when you have to take the stupid test, you have to memorize all that stuff. But I'm sure
1: you get the. Do you have the little uh, wheel thing that you just walk no. out? You don't have to do that. When, for I don't yards? have to
2: measure lots. We okay. can just take off the information off the PVA, yeah, no, yeah. Um, or you know, sometimes take their word for it. But I'll have to measure the house. I got a little laser. A little laser is great when I go into a house and they've got cats. Just king and like they're <laughs> <laughs> pet owners are always like, oh, I need to get a laser for my cat, and I say, you know you probably didn't need me to come in here and let you know. Right, right. You, right. you have
1: a cat and you don't have a laser pointer to to mess with them,
2: or maybe like if you, I've never had a cat before, so maybe you do that, and then it's kind of like a kid where the cat's going to want you to play with the laser pointer twenty four seven. So it's best just not to do one. Mm-hmm. Could be I the don't, case. I don't, I don't know, but uh was over by Saint Rita yesterday doing an appraisal. We Saint Rita? Yeah. Played many a great school football games there. Very that good very, football field. Yeah, well, it had a hill in the middle, but it was mostly flat. Like It was flat on the sides, but just like where the in between the lines was a little bit of a hill. Well, you know, it, Those jet it's, sweeps, it's the crown. You, jet sweeps, you could get a little get momentum on the way hill. down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, but uh, good time out in – is that the south end or no? Oh, cool. No, we'll, we'll count it. Okay, so you go out to the gene at this point? Yeah, we'll gotcha. count it. <laughs> so, we'll count it. That sounds good. A texter, 502-414-1450, says – TJ, did you spray down the mic for it smelling absolutely horrendous? No, I'm, I'm the type. I don't like. I don't like good smells. I don't like bad smells. I just don't want to smell anything. Let me smell the mic today, though. Not bad. It is it's weird. not as bad. Yeah,
0: it's, it's so weird when it comes come and goes. And go. Yeah. I can't believe you just smelled that. It
2: was risky, Justin, that but I had to do very it for a radio risky. experiment. <laughs> Something that needed to be done. Okay, uh, should we go to our hour break and come back? Yeah. What do we got an hour two? We got to talk about that hockey fight. I'm very excited to talk about hockey. The one time of year. <laughs> I hope you guys are, car- are going to carry the torch, but if you haven't followed up on it, yeah, just it's pretty wild. Turning into fight after fight, which I've always thought is hilarious. That like hockey's a sport where it's like I, we don't care if you fight so much. Go ahead See, and do it,
1: and that's that's the crux of all of this. That just
2: I any don't... other sport, it's like ah, no, how dare you? You're suspended. You're kicked out forever hockey it's like go to the penalty box. All right, let's go be, let's go to a break. we going to back Justin in the penalty box. Hour 2 Kentucky roll call. Coming up next here on Big X Sports Radio.
0: say over? I ain't heard no family.
1: Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide
1: it is. With Walker and
2: Rosh. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Kentucky Roll Call comes on seven to nine Monday through Friday, and then the replay comes on right again after we get off the air. But you can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. What, are we, what do we got there?
0: My bad. Huh? You know, it's twenty twenty one. Videos just play on their own now.
2: Well, it's not like you to mute anything on your side. <laughs> Zing! Want I remind you about the twenty twenty one Big X Sports Radio golf cart. You're going to want to get it before they run out because you're going to get to play these beautiful courses for under $25 a round, cart included. And you're saying, what beautiful courses? Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lakes in Santa Claus, Indiana. All of them under $25 a round. Supply is very limited this year, this go-around, so you can get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. Hockey, Roush.
1: Ah, hockey. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Well, let me take you back, Terry, to explain where we are now. A few years ago, hockey decided they were going to be all for player safety. You're going to get goons out of hockey. So, back in the day, each team basically had one guy. Wasn't that good of a skater. You know, basically, you're happy, Gilmore. But he didn't have to do much for you, but he was your enforcer. So, if things got out of hand, you'd stick him on the other team to, to even things out. Well... They've gotten goons out for the most part. I say for the most part because Tom Wilson is skilled, but he's also a goon. He's the, we're going to, you give me an inch, I'm going to take a mile. And the Capitals right winger, it's it's one of those things that just, and it's almost like clockwork. Every few months, you're just going to get a Tom Wilson hit that people are like, can you believe it? Can you believe that they would hit this guy? Blah, 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 blah. Um, the other night while playing the New York Rangers, there's only four or five games left. Capitals, they're going to go to the playoffs. Rangers, are not. While a guy went down on the ground, Tom Wilson punched a dude in the face. You're not supposed to punch guys. Are you
0: talking about the other night?
1: Yes, the other night. That so, started this all.
0: It was actually the goalie. I'm trying to help TJ out here. Okay, it was I'm, actually, I'm all
2: ears. I'm just listening to you all. I'm going to take your word for it. It was
0: actually the goalie who had his face down on the ice um, after stopping a shot, I suppose, or the the puck came near him. But Tom Wilson basically, yeah, just jumped on top of his head while this dude's face is in the ice. He just punched him. Yeah. It was just uh, right in the back of the head. Though. Yeah,
1: yeah. So he it punches was so him. so dirty. And then the scuffle just, like, keeps going on. At one point... He ends up grabbing a dude's hair and throwing him down. Like, you know, classic rough, you know, roughhousing. Uh, and, of course, people were very mad. So what made people even more mad, the hockey, like, they love to just get mad at Tom Wilson. He's like the, for a black or better cop, he's the Vontaze Perfect. Arrest this man. Get him out of here. Arrest him. Well, here's the thing. The NHL, when they made their collective bargaining agreement, they only – the max you can find a player for excessive force is 5K. 5K? 5K. Or you suspend I don't him. know
2: how much money hockey players make. He makes $5 million a seems, year. That seems a little – Yeah, it's light. nothing. Yeah. It's,
1: it's absolutely nothing. Him paying a penny. So, to get retaliation, the Rangers took it in their own hands. They don't have their own goons to just beat the hell out of Tom Wilson, but they can at least send out the dogs. So, first face-off, puck gets dropped. Gloves get dropped. Three fights immediately, and that was just the beginning. So you had, I mean, throughout the night there was more. You talked about it. there was six guys in the penalty box at one time for the Caps. Uh, the the one of the nastier ones was a dude got uh, they called a cross check right to the face where he just threw up the hockey stick, hits the guy right in the face in mid ice. It was pretty pretty gnarly. As soon as Tom Wilson got on the floor for the first time. I mean, oh. a guy just came flying over, nailed him. They get into a fight. It was it was a good old-fashioned melee. And what made it even better is that, uh, like the Rangers, they're not playing for anything. They're just out there to kick some ass last night.
0: Well, and how embarrassing for that guy, that Smith guy, that they brought in just to go get Tom Wilson. Oh, no. Tom Wilson kicked his ass.
2: That oh. was It wasn't even close.
0: <laughs> Tom Wilson killed that guy. So what
2: if you're on the... Rangers or if you're on the Capitals and you're just like, I just don't really feel like getting in a fight. Oh, you're a hockey player. You know, I don't you're know, but what if you're the, just like, I'm thirty, or... I just I don't feel like it today.
0: No, it, I mean it's like it's, can
2: you just like when you line up across the people and they drop the puck and you know, people drop their
0: sticks and can you just be like, Nah, I'm good. It's just it was all about retaliation from the other night. So I, I don't think at any point that was gonna be an option. I know, but I mean, it, was, they, it was one
2: person that did it, it wasn't an entire
1: team. Well, what I what I think is just ridiculous in all of this
0: you gotta back your boys
1: is how like, hockey is a sport where you can punch somebody in the face and you just get, what, like a two-minute penalty or something? Like, they're cool with it until they hit the ground. Or
2: you could theoretically throw somebody onto the ice and let them hit their head on the ice and, you know. Yeah, yeah you it's just a go, two-minute penalty. Just go uh, sit, go sit, yeah, take a break yeah, for
0: a little bit. I mean, pal. like,
1: that's all they have to do. So the fact that people get so worked up every time Tom Wilson hits somebody, like, what? I don't know why there aren't more Tom Wilsons. Yeah. Isn't that what hockey's about? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's the part that I don't get in all of this. Like, yes, it was a little bit of a dirty play, but shouldn't there be a like that? I feel like that's part of the sport. Yeah. I know they're trying to get it out, but it's just silly at this point. You you literally fist fight people.
0: I've been to one hockey game in my life, and I literally sat on the... Oh, you were on the glass? I was on the glass Hell because yeah. I wanted to see somebody get hit into the glass. That's why I went to the game. Did it happen? It did not. Oh. Uh, but hockey, I did yeah, hockey get hockey games are great. I did get um so it was a Tampa Bay Lightning and Pittsburgh Penguins game. There were like 12 goals in the game. It was awesome. Oh man, that's fun. It was awesome. It was like 7 to 5 or something.
1: But I I did enjoy that NBC SN they picked up the game just to give the give the world all of the fights we wanted to see. And it's also a great way to be like, "Ooh, well, I'm cheering for the Capitals during the
2: playoffs." <laughs> Imagine, like, alien explaining hockey to, like, an alien. A little Wednesday thought for you. But, like, so you guys have resources, right? Yeah, yeah we're doing all right here. Not too shabby. Uh, do you all like to do any games? Well, one the fun one is we take one of our resources and we freeze it. Mm-hmm. Like, totally frozen. Yep. Uh, pretty much unusable at that point. But <laughs> we go on top of it and we play a little game. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, and then sometimes in the game we just punch each other in the face, <laughs> break that's, sticks over each other. You know, but That's probably
1: the most relatable thing. Like, oh, so you all just fight each other. All right, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah,
2: but so the game is to beat people up. No, 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 you're trying to score this little thing into a net where this guy wearing all this equipment's at. But, yeah, no, fights break out all the time. And you're just allowed to do it? No, you got to sit out for like 30 seconds, yeah. a minute, two minutes. Speaking hockey, of, wild sport.
0: Speaking of hockey, not really excited for the playoffs this year, as I normally am. What? No Doc Emmerich.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's going to
0: be way different without Doc Emmerich. Doc
1: Emmerich is great. It's going to be weird without him. But I will say the guy they brought in for Emmerich, you know, I, I don't know his name, but he does have a hockey-sounding voice. The real fast-talking.
2: uh, like they're, they're,
0: Any guys who can keep up with that action and yeah. do respectable play-by-play, it's just incredible.
2: Do you just like Emmerich because he's from Indiana?
0: I actually didn't know that. I, I know that had either. no idea. No, he, he, he's acting like he's from no, I, re- I really had no knows idea. who's from Indiana. I know Joe Buck, and I know um, who's the other old guy we were talking about the other day. Um, God, he died. Was the Padres broadcaster for a long time. Jesus.
1: Narrows it down. Old guy that died. Are you talking about uh, Denberg?
0: Yeah, Inberg. Dick en- Inberg. In-B- yeah, Dick Inberg and Joe Buck are the only ones I knew from How did from you Indiana? recognize
1: Dick Inberg as the old Padres guy, too? Yeah, yeah, of all the things he did? He did that for a while. Padres? It's oh, like, like saying Al Michaels that, is the Reds guy.
0: That was, <laughs> You know, like,
1: oh, he did the Reds for two years. I
0: figured that was the one thing that would stick out. I it, mean, it worked. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got my answer still, out of it, didn't
2: I? <laughs> oh, let's get back to the text line. five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A texter sent in a shot graft of shots created and... Uh, just kind of some of the players on here. I don't know a ton of what it means. You looking at it?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's the classic, uh, ooh, these are Is analytics. Po- points
2: that per I don't... possession, shot, shots created, points per possession. So basically, like, who can create their own shot and who's doing it efficiently? And Scottie Pippen Jr., it's kind of a random, uh, you know, it's uh, a couple of these guys are coming back to college basketball. A couple of them are unsure. A couple of them are Kentucky targets. Scottie Pippen Jr., high on the list. So, based on these stats, that's who you'd want, I guess, if you were a Kentucky fan. Yeah, Marcus Mc- Zagorowski, a little further down. Yeah, he's Mc- pretty him good. Him and McKinley, right? They're ahead of Cade Cunningham, for what it's Weirdly enough, Quad Green, pretty high on that list. You probably wouldn't think. Carly Jones, high on the list mm-hmm. as well, the U of L. Player who will uh not be returning, which is fine by me. We got to talk a little bit more about U of L. But near the bottom, the very bottom of the list mm-hmm. is the Arizona point guard who's going to Baylor. Closer to the bottom of that list, Marcus Carr. Right. He's at .96, and Scottie Pippen's at one point one twelve. Seventy-two percent for Scottie Pippen Jr. on efficiency. Marcus Carr, eleven percent. In this regard. Mm. Or from the percentiles, I should say. Yeah, I wish I
1: could have a hotter take, but I just don't know exactly what it means.
2: Basically what it means is Scottie Pippen Jr. is better at creating his own shot. Right. And making it and scoring and doing that stuff than yes. Marcus Carr. Which I would rather have Scottie Pippen Jr. I, I would... Seems like Marcus Carr would maybe be more realistic since Scottie Pippen Jr. is technically not, like, in the portal. But... Uh, that would be my top choice. I think you could do a lot worse than him. Let's yep. talk about it real quick. Quinn Slazinski, silzinski Slezinski. leaving Lul. He was a a fan favorite to a degree. Uh, I don't I don't know about that, but well, people liked him. Like when he was having a big game, it was like, oh, it's a Slezinski game. I think they all well, okay. I do agree with that, and they thought that he was going to be a really nice player down the road and all that good stuff. He's transferring Super Six down to two.
1: Oh no! Only two. Mm-hmm. What are they gonna do? They also. Uh, this is basically. I think for the most part, Louisville fans are happy because it just gives JJ Trainer more of an opportunity to play. But old Slash, he he was also a guy. Where you're like this guy's good at basketball. Really, him?
2: Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's a huge loss for Uval. And, and now Uval, I think they have two scholarships.
1: Which I think they kind of like. Oh, good, we can try they, to get upgrade our talent. They so. gotta
2: get one, but it is funny. U fans are pretty split on whether or not they want it to be a guard or a big. If I'm a a of fan, that's not even a conversation. You gotta get another big, and ideally somebody with a little bit of muscle. They're they're set on being thinking they're okay playing JJ Trainer at the four, which yeah, I Davis. like. I like JJ Trainer playing the four, like I and I like JJ Trainer. Somebody I wish Kentucky would have gone after. He's gonna be a nice player for Louisville. But if he is consistently your four with Malik Williams, a.k.a. Mr. Glass, as your number five, yeah, who just and not Mr. Glass, be board, yeah. Mr. Glass because he cleans up the board, Mr. Glass because he gets hurt all the time. Glass bones, yeah. Where's your muscle? Where's your rebounding? Who's going to go in there and slow down Oscar Shoeboy? I don't know. Not JJ. Not, yeah, not JJ. You get uh, that Dre Davis People guy. forget Dre Davis is only five. He worked his little buns off against UK this past season and uh, worked out well, and U of L got the win. But I don't know if he'd be able to do it against next year's UK front court, which should be more aggressive and a little bit more physical, a lot more physical. So U of L. But I I agree I agree with the Louisville fan sentiments that are like, oh, he's leaving. We uh, can get somebody better in yeah, here. Now, right. but you got to go do it if you're Mac. You got to go get a name that makes people excited because twenty four seven updated the recruiting rankings. I think Ty Ty was 14. Damian Collins was like 10th or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could pull these up for you. Louisville had no commits inside the top 80, which is not good. Yeah. I mean, if you're U of L, you got to be getting top 80 recruits. And then you look at their transfers, and only Noah Locke is the one that's like ranked highly in transfer rankings. Right. Uh, Nobody's high on the cross dude for Miami, and nobody's really all that. People like the West guy for Marshall, but it was a Marshall point guard. So people take that. Into consideration to some degree, so we'll see what old Mojito Max got up his sleeve. But they gotta they gotta make a splash. Which,
1: by the way, while while we're on Louisville, did you see the documents? The uh, yeah, a little bit. The Zion deposit. I I just kept up with Jason Rowley's tweets on it, uh, where essentially, when asked by the FBI, Brian Bowen Senior had much different accounts than when he testified in court. Uh, as to how he got money and whatnot in that these documents say that, hey, if you say Kenny Johnson paid, well, there's no bank records of him paying for Brian Bowen. like Those, those don't exist. They don't exist. So that's good news for Louisville. Um, good on them. But the weird part of it that everybody gravitated to was that because Zion's name was there and that Adidas – had a line item where they're paying Zion five grand, basically his family five grand a month on retainer just to, to be in the hunt, which it's like, if you're going to pay him, pay him, Adidas. Like, what are you doing? That, that, that was just like the bare minimum just to be in the hunt. He was on your AU team and you couldn't fork up, you know, 500K. Like, come on, drop the bag.
2: Jeez, Adidas. Yeah, no half measures, right? Chump change. Come on.
0: Hey, my roommate and I were talking about this, uh, I guess it was yesterday. Does Zion know this is going on?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think he probably would. to an extent. Maybe not like the amounts, but yeah. yeah, I have a hard time because people wanted to make him happy too. Yeah. You know, you still had to like
0: schmooze him. So
1: he's probably so getting like, some nice sneaks, some nice gear.
2: Yeah,
0: I, I, I think living he, a little bit. But more does little does a little high school mind think that something fishy's going on there? Or is that that seem normal?
1: I think all of these kids, to a degree.
2: They might not know. Kids aren't dumb. Yeah. They may not know the extent, and they may not know that their eligibility is actually being jeopardized, but I I think they do understand wheels being greased. Right. I mean, but Zion, I think, when I give people the benefit of the doubt in terms of eligibility, whether or not it's staying intact or not, Zion's family bought this huge house in Durham. Mm -hmm. Like, he had to know that, like, I mean, he,
0: like, We weren't always rich. Now we are.
2: I guess you could be lied to and be like, no, no, this is okay because technically we're putting this in this fund. It's going to be a loan for next year. Yeah, it's untouched and it's uh, technically, you know, your eligibility is fine. He could be naive in that regard, but I think people would have to be smart enough to know, again, wheels are being greased. Did you see what happened with Bill Gates?
0: Got another divorce.
2: (laughs) Divorced twice in one week. No. uh, This is interesting. I'm curious your all's opinion on this. Especially now that we know a little bit more about Justin from that Patreon. Yep. Bill Gates took yearly beach vacations with his with his ex throughout his marriage with Melinda.
0: Whew. So,
1: so they
2: were together for 27 years.
1: But he would go on vacation with his ex?
2: Yes. And it gets a little wilder. They'd spend a long weekend beach vacation together. And it was agreed upon with the wife starting back in, like,
1: 1994. Huh. Interesting. So, essentially, this was your... All right, once a year... This was his, his annual rum springer.
2: <laughs> it really was.
0: And so, they were married 27 years, and he's been doing this since 1994? Once a
2: year since 1994, so he their gets whole, a long weekend with his ex. So, the Just, whole
0: marriage...
1: Wow. Just going to bang it out for... <laughs>
0: Their whole marriage, he gets to go on a vacation with his ex-wife at or once a year.
2: Once a year, he gets his sexcation with Incredible. the ex. Sex with the ex once a year. Imagine packing for that trip. Is that what we're- <laughs> being well, in, being in your house and being like, "Oh, oh my gosh, it's already the first of May already"? Well, Melinda. <laughs> Time the, to break out. Time to break out the chains. And then does does Melinda is Melinda like? So where are you all going this year? Like she does she inquire about the trip?
0: When Bill gets back, is he like how to go? <laughs> Did you get it all out of your system? Is I, just, I don't I've I i do not know I've got to read more about this. I want to know about the dynamic. You between have any him, viruses between him and the eggs? It's little Microsoft. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, you like I like that
1: joke. Yeah, it's a good joke.
0: <laughs> but I do. The
1: weird part in all of this is it's like. Well, if you, like, just be with your ex, you
2: know? Well, then could he have, oh, will he get, now that they're divorced, does he get a weekend with her?
1: Yeah, it doesn't sound like there are too many weekends
2: like that. But then- is this maybe a genius idea in modern, I mean, I'm sure as hell not going to bring it up to the wife, but <laughs> is this a genius idea in modern society where divorce rates are just entirely too high, where if you just gave your significant other a hall pass weekend,
1: Oh, I watched that movie. It didn't turn out well.
2: Pam, get back to Jim.
1: All right. I mean, if she you're really ne- classed it up for that
0: movie, though. If you're She's needing really on the tan, thick. If you're needing a weekend away with your ex, you probably shouldn't be married. So I think divorce was probably the right call in that situation.
1: Yeah. So so bizarre. I mean, of course, people. And this are, is a Yahoo story. Like, actually, this is re- this is real. It's actually pretty impressive that he was able to keep it under wraps for this long too. Like this was something Melinda
2: leaked out after the divorce, right? Or her people did? I don't know. I mean, I think, like, people just didn't know it, but it's true. Let's see. It broke up in 87, partly because his ex, five years older, was more ready for marriage, but they remained close friends. When I was off on my own thinking about marrying Melinda, I called my ex and asked for her approval. She gave it to me. Weird. Jiminy. She gave it to me. I said she'd be a good match for him because she had the intellectual stamina Even now, Gates has an arrangement with his wife that he and his ex can keep one vacation tradition alive every spring as they have for more than a decade. Gates brings a long weekend with her at her beach cottage in North Carolina where they ride dude muggies, hang gliders, and walk on the beach.
0: Oh. Walks on the beach. That sounds strictly platonic. I don't. I don't know. Whatever it was, just completely yeah. innocent. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. Like we're like, friends, we're I just, don't know that there was any hanky panky like, going on. Imagining Bill oh gosh, Gates being some sexual
1: deviant yet. is too. Like he's a nerd. Like I.
0: I mean, if like, they're maybe
1: dune buggies really are like his right. way of.
0: And if they're only going for a weekend and they're riding dune buggies and hang gliding and walking on the beach, that's a lot not, of time. Yeah, there's not much time left. All right, so hang gliding. That's that sounds
2: pretty wild. Their kindred minds as well as spirits on a vacation to Brazil. He took a eleven hundred page textbook, Molecular Biology of the Gene, and they studied bioengineering together. On another vacation, she took Richard Finman's lectures at Cornell and they studied physics. Okay, maybe it is completely innocent. Yeah, yeah. God, that
0: sounds lame. Yeah, his (laughs) wife was probably like, Yeah, go for it.
1: Some people bring like, you know, a nice little fiction or a self help book while they're on vacation. Bring in molecular physics. What are you reading there? I oh, got uh,
2: hot and heavy. <laughs> Let's get back to the text line five zero two three one four No molecular biology. <laughs> <laughs> Something to get you in the mood. Fifty Shades of Gray? <laughs> no. Gene uh, gene Gen- pool lectures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a fun text. Which college basketball program wins the most championships in the next ten years? Obviously, Kentucky. Yep, obviously. I do think Chris Beard and Texas will will get a couple.
1: Yeah, I can agree there. They could be the Villanova of the last decade or,
2: you know, of the next decade. Yeah. Yeah. Get a
1: couple going a nice little five year run.
2: Because Texas just should consistently be good. Too many recruiting resources, uh, too many great players nearby. Gonzaga's going to get one. They're eventually going to get one. Man, and a lot of people think Nolan Hickman's going to go to Gonzaga. Although, how can you say homesickness from where? Arizona or no, he's, Utah? He's from Washington. Washington. He's he, fra- so he yeah. went Washington, Utah. That's right. I yeah. got it all. Yeah. I got it all backwards. Okay. All right. Never sense. mind. That yeah. would make sense. If he goes to Gonzaga, that's gonna he's gonna be awesome there. That's he's gonna, really gonna dominate. Yeah. He's gonna, who's gonna the, dominate the San Francisco? Had a great Doms. passer about like eight years ago who really wanted to come to Kentucky, and I remember interviewing him, and he was basically begging to go to UK. But this was when Kentucky was a little bit of a step above Gonzaga. Now yeah. Gonzaga's kind of worked their way back up. What was that guy's name? Mm. It's on the tip of my tongue. Begin with a J, I think. Anyway. J Lucas. Oh, nope. He went to Florida. Texter says, I'm in the open this-ish up camp, but the same people who yell at the loudest are the same ones who refuse to wear masks and get vaccinated. It's frustrating. I don't agree with that. Uh, I I've, I've, didn't refuse to wear mask. I got vaccinated, and I'm yelling that it's time to open stuff up. Roush wore a mask. He got vaccinated. He's ready to open things up. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's totally true
1: with that. I really do think the Derby was some sort of like gate. It was. It was our gateway drug. Yeah. Like, oh well, we got a little taste of this. Everybody's fine. And it also, you can, if you want a vaccine, you can get it. Now it's the whole time where people were talking. My rights, you know, like it's. And I
2: think the more people don't understand, the more that you are just like, we're not doing anything until you get vaccine. Not doing it till you get a vaccine. That's just gonna make more people be like, I'm not getting a vaccine. Yeah, you're telling them you have to do it. Yeah, it's yeah. The it's, approach should have been like, listen, we're gonna start slowly opening things up, but you will be at risk. Who die if you don't get this vaccine?
1: So I get it. I've been watching Thirty Rock. It's a nice, nice little sitcom just burn through and catch up and uh Jack Donaghy tells Tracy Jordan you the one rule you have is you can't have dog fights so Tracy Jordan wants to do dog fights
0: Tracy Morgan
1: No his name in the show is
0: Tracy Jordan Oh I always yeah. forget that Gosh, And then
1: Trayvon. and and then he won't go to therapy so Jack says all right what if I told you you can do dog fights but you can't do therapy
2: I'm doing therapy That's uh, it's true <laughs> it's, it's so true And uh, so I don't know. It'll be, uh... yeah,
1: yeah. But Dave McDonald, Dave McDonald can't win the big one, but he can go on a rant
0: and have changes happen immediately. But
2: fifty percent's yeah. a joke. I mean, that's not like I get it was a win, but that's a small carrot to throw all baseball. It is outdoors. That was the bare minimum. It <laughs> like is, it's
1: like, oh well, you okay? Thanks for giving us at least that. It's outdoors. Yeah, they, they granted they, that stadium isn't variable. like, you know, I don't. You weren't you. What is 50% of Jim Patterson Stadium?
2: I don't know. A couple, I,
1: like 2,000 people?
2: Uh, in terms of seats, yeah. I, I mean, at most. But, I mean, they, but, ha- they do have that whole outfield yeah, area. Yeah, they, uh, they've so got, got can, standing rooms and stuff out there. I yeah. bet it'll
0: 4,000 capacity. Yeah. So, two.
2: So, now you got to wear a mask when you go. Because you're, yep. you're past 1,000? Because you're past 1,000. yeah <laughs> they Question for Roush Do you consider Fairdale in this? Uh, what do you consider Fairdale? Is that in the deep south end?
0: Fairdale's just
1: its own little world.
2: Fairdale's not in the south end.
1: Fairdale is Fairdale. good, good barbecue place in Fairdale. Yeah.
2: When they got the
1: world's or America's largest uh, forest within a city limits right there on the edge of Fairdale, Jefferson Forest. How about that? I Bigger didn't than know that. Central Park. Uh, a yeah. square footage. Square wow. footage yeah.
2: Second Central Park. Mm-hmm. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll get more text into the show. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Roll Walker, Nick Rouch, and Justin Kalen. A lot more text to go. Not a lot of time to get there.
1: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. He, when he was asked why he wanted to go to Rutgers by Ari Wasserman from The Athletic, he said, everybody r- remembers the first person to do something. They remember the first person to
2: land on the moon. No way.
1: That's great.
2: We landed on the moon. Oh, somebody should tell him that Rutgers been playing football for a long time.
1: <laughs> I think on their end zone it says, first college football
2: program. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call, Big X Sports Radio. Roush, I like to follow other radio personalities in Louisville. Just, you know, support, not even sports people, just support other radio personalities in Louisville. Yeah. And remember that fun time where I went on 106.9? Oh, Did the yeah. contest? It was great. Never got my prize for that, but it was like ice skating passes. So Yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't, I'm not trying to get beat up by the Rangers, so. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be okay. But uh, I like the 106.9 crew. Yeah. Jesse and MJ. Yeah, big fans. Uh, yeah. Even though
1: they are Hoosier dinguses. They're Hoosier dinguses? At least one of them is. I think both are.
2: It, but uh, Jesse follows me. Great follow. does a great job. I'm sure they're not listening because they're doing their own show. Uh, MJ does not, but I'm not mad about that whatsoever. It's no big deal. Um, that certainly doesn't bother me. But anyways, <laughs> there's a new study out. New York Post, snout clout. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this?
1: Uh, Okay. Only just, I saw the the actual thing. I was like, wait, so snot? Like, like snot clout? Like, if you have a lot of snot, you get more clout?
2: In a sense. Larger noses equal larger packages. You know, know, according to study. Although I wonder how much of that is just like, you know, larger people, larger noses, larger everything. You would just larger cartilage, larger ears. You would think, yeah. That MJ did not like this study. She says, I'm so tired of hashtag tell me your junk's big without telling me your junk's big. Just hashtag put it on the table and spend research money elsewhere. Hashtag I don't care. Hashtag if we want to know. We will ask. That's a lot of hashtags. I wonder if her husband's like Voldemort or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: She's super passionate about this study about noses and the size of noses and what it means.
1: Well, I've always heard, you know, what they say about big feet. Big socks.
0: Yeah, the
2: biggest socks. And then if you got big socks, you know what that means.
0: Big shoes. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Indeed. Uh, but, man, what a... Uh, Weird thing to get passionate about. (laughs) Hashtag just put it on the table. Uh, Packers have begun exploring QBs they can add to the roster for OTAs and training camp per sources. Jordan Love, currently the only quarterback on the roster, but the team is facing the uncertainty around Aaron Rodgers, so they're looking for some QB veterans. They need QBs to throw some passes in camp. So, is this like? I never told you about my flag football career, but (laughs) are they uh, get this bad boy wound up? Justin,
1: I think this is essentially they're downloading Tinder. Like the, they haven't broken up yet, but they're downloading. No, t- no,
2: no. no. Tinder, this, is, and they're this is they're just trying to get some bum in there to throw passes. This is not as a replacement sort of deal.
0: Uh, I'm kind of with Roush on this. It I, does seem like a Tinder situation. Tinder situation. You, you see the end coming with your current girl, so you just get a jump start on the dating game.
2: This is strictly because they, they. What this is telling us is they're not anticipating him. He's going to hold in, out. And, yeah, bare minimum. Like,
1: yeah. The our, when I saw the. The lamest part in this whole thing, the first time where I was like, all right, Aaron, like, first off, you you poorly timed. If you really wanted out, you would have told the Packers not three hours before draft because then they could have made a reasonable move. Secondly, his, his whole – he tried to burn the GM by comparing him to Jerry Krause. It's like, okay, I get that Jerry Krause was the butt of the joke for Michael Jordan in that uh, documentary last year, which – oh, what, last – not last rodeo. Now I can't even. Think last of dance. It. Last dance. But Jerry Krause was the GM for six title teams. Yeah, like he was pretty good at his job, and you're and you're gonna try to burn him. like that, that Aaron, what do you? egg on your face, pal.
2: The only blame I'm putting on the Packers, and this is a fair complaint, is the I, I guess they just never really communicated with Aaron. And supposedly Aaron never asked for communication, never asked for insight, never wanted to weigh in or give us two cents, but yeah, you know, if it is Aaron Rodgers and you plan on drafting a quarterback, like let him know. Yeah. Or just before each draft, I would reach out to him and just be like, hey, here's what we're thinking. Do you have any ideas? Just make him feel heard. Kind of, it's like... Uh, what Robert California does with Dwight when Dwight goes down to Florida for the job, mm-hmm. he tells Gabe, just make him feel like he's heard, you know, make him feel like his he, he you know, he ah. actually had a fair shot.
1: Here. Robert California, very underrated.
2: I liked Robert. Really
1: California. enjoyed the
2: Robert California. I didn't mind season. the late seasons. Uh, I like you know, the the character that really bugged me the most in the late Nelly. seasons was Nellie was not great. Nellie going up there. to
1: Scranton, she was fine in Florida. You didn't need to bring her up to Scranton.
2: It was really more of. A, like what they did with Andy.
1: Yeah, he just lost. Which was
2: believable that he could derail that much, but it was just kind of annoying. Like he wasn't as fun as a character. Yeah.
1: Well, and they could have done that by keeping James Spader around for another season, but instead NBC mm-hmm. hired him to do the blacklist. They are like, oh, we got to pump money into this show instead of The Office, which is kind of on its way up. I didn't know that.
0: Huh.
1: Yeah, the same time, uh, which by the way, I listened to Kevin Malone.
2: I'm hard talk- my take? Yeah. Was he good?
1: He was good. Uh, I was going to probably listen this th- afternoon. There's one. Do you want me to spoil it? Right yeah, on? go okay. ahead. Okay. So there was one part that because uh, I I think many could have, another critic criticism you could have for the later seasons that they make Kevin way too dumb. Which like you there's some times where you could you oh could he say goes that. from
2: dull to dumb like that. It's really like season three to four.
1: It, well, and it's almost whenever they do the thing with Holly and Dwight says that like he's part of the you know special needs yeah. program. Or whatever. That's when it really like. They really amp it up. But the way that he was like, you know, this is an actor nerdy thing for me to say, but how I convinced myself to do it was that Kevin's a shy guy who was shy when the cameras first got there, but then throughout time got more comfortable around him so he could really show his Mm. his true colors. Which that makes sense to me. And it also makes sense that the writers he was like, you know, from a slapstick perspective, it was Michael, Dwight, and Kevin were the three slapstick figures and he's like and then when you remove Michael you've just gotta have more slapstick from Kevin.
2: So was, and that, that's a good explanation. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice deep dive into some office coverage. Let's get back to the text line 502 414 1450. Have you all have you all ever thought about doing a KRC summer tour like KSR? I would be honored to be front row absolutely manhandling a beverage while listening. The, the has, 7 to 9 is, is ha, Has it crossed our mind? Yes, but 7 to 9 and just, you know, it, we just wouldn't wouldn't work. You wouldn't get people at 7 o'clock showing up, and uh, it just wouldn't happen.
1: Yeah, it's one thing to go to a place every now and then, but... 7 a.m.
2: People are
0: usually. It'd be on their fun way to though.
2: Work. You know, it'd be great going across state, seeing people. It'd be good for the show as well. But no,
0: it should just, it's not should as it add it as part of the Patreon. You get like the third or fourth <laughs> tier. You, you can come sit in with us for a show. That's true. Whatever you, you can want. You
2: go live with Trevor for a day. We have a tier Ooh. up there for yeah. that. So, yeah, we, you've got to pay to play for some of this stuff. What's your old thoughts on laser tag as an activity with friends? Worth the money or not? Nah? You nah. bet your sweet buns it is. One nah. of the things, laser tag so much fun. One of the things on Kids Say the Darnest Things was they did like a little Price is Right bit, and one kid got to choose between laser tag and a lollipop or... It was live in Hawaii for the rest of your life. And then they did, like laser the, they did the little voice, and it was like, Laser Tag, offered at $157, living in Hawaii, priceless. And the kid was like, I really want Laser Tag. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so you picked Laser Tag. I'd pick Laser Tag, like, pick laser was, tag too. Laser it, Tag's great. It was cute. I can't tell you the last time I played Laser Tag, but I loved it as a kid. Uh, laser Blaze over... Laser uh, Blaze. Oh, man, I had a many a birthday parties at Laser Here's Blaze.
0: a... I got a funny story about that place. I've been Laser Tagging one time, and it was there. I went with my girlfriend at the time and a bunch of her friends. Mm -hmm. We made a promise to not shoot each other, but she walked in front of me the whole time and so I'm sitting there, pew pew pew, so right on her, the scorer, right, probably. right on her back. No, she that's the notice. worst part. I was so bad at laser tag. We got our printout. I was 40th out of 41, and all of my hits oh. were on her, and she was able to see that. Oh, oh it, was, it man. was not good. You, how do you, how are you that
2: bad? I feel, at feel like you're oh, <laughs> good horrible. at laser tag. You're small. You could like slide around. Nah, see, that's was, the one I disadvantage
1: I have is like you're you, huge. It's hard to crouch down and get in those. They do have a great setup there.
2: They do. And the thing about the games that laser blaze like that... Is you got to know the rules because if you shoot like the little database yes. thing at the top and at there's the right things in quarter, yeah, and that like if you're, oh yeah, there's mega points to be had. Ah, I used the to, I used to I love went, that stuff I as did,
1: kid. I did rack up pretty well because remember, I, I played the rules.
2: Remember when they'd give you back at the beginning or the beginning, but they used to give you a name and it'd be on your equipment. Yeah, you're like, like Blade, you'd be like Iceman or yeah, something like right, that. Right. <laughs> and then great. they do a little video and be like, we got hostiles in here, we don't know where they're at. <laughs> It was dark and oh, scary. Man. That was a lot of fun. So much fun.
1: Yeah. Texture says, Boy, these beasts kind of joke. Really, Roush? Really? Is Mr. Finstile really wanting to go there? <laughs> I thought you were better than that. You've been sucking it so long that your ears and hair got sucked back in your own skull. <laughs>
0: That's a Bull of These Feast jumps, baby.
1: TJ Moore, even though you seem more relatable. Let okay. the feud begin, or we can just have a few beers.
2: <laughs> what do you mean he seems more relatable,
1: Bull of These
2: Sir, All right, get the hell out of here. He, I love, uh, I love a, let
1: the I, feud begin, or let's just get beers. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're going to talk it out throughout uh, a couple beers. Is there any network that does a sporting event better than NBC does the Derby? The only real argument would be CBS in the tournament, but I can't really think of anything else.
1: See, I would say NBC Sunday Night Football is the best way to watch it. Fo- like it's it's a great football game experience. Um, but no, they're 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 right when they 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 hit home runs with it. They do a great job. I think the
2: NCAA tournament's better, but NBC mm-hmm. for just a single event derby, I do agree with the Texas. NBC
0: the tournament's a heck of a lot more work.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It goes well, over three weeks. Th- the one thing all that over the country
1: they. Uh, they have the benefit of too is there's time between rate like they do a good job filling time, and having breaks without feeling like, like I know when I'm watching March Madness I can feel the commercial breaks being longer when you get deeper into the tournament. Come on, let's get get the show on the road. Uh, Texter says bass fishing is incredibly fun to watch.
0: Thank you, Texter. I just
2: don't know how. I just don't know how. But again, I get it. Like people watch video games, people do that. But bass fishing, you can't even see what's going on under, on underneath the water. like Yeah. You can't see like, "Oh, is the fish going to get the is going to take it?" If they, they had cameras it? on the hooks.
0: Dude, that's a really good idea. Or on the bottom of the boats.
2: That'd be a good yeah. idea.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I'm with you on that.
2: So, you, or you know what? Get like a little helmet camera on the fish. Mm. And that way, I'll you be, like, know, the know fish what like fish like are going, going up. Well, oh, yeah. you know, you're going to catch that fish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, you were talking about making a tournament hard. You have to catch the fish that has the helmet <laughs> cam on it.
2: Oh yeah, no, and that's another thing. Do it like a little Harry Potter. Have like the golden bass. Like have like the golden snitch. And if you win that, the competition's over. I can see
0: it, and nobody yeah. knows who wins until they look at the camera footage of the fish coming up, and it shows the guy's face. That'd be pretty <laughs> for awesome. dramatics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are what your, Iowa, <laughs> uh, one of your
2: Iowa <laughs> listeners here, hell frickin' yes to getting C.J. Frederick, all my Hawkeye fan buddies are crying like babies. I'm basking in their tears. Go Cats, hashtag suck it. And then Chris Fisher comes out and he says, yeah, you know, everybody thought he was going to go to Kentucky, but I wouldn't have slept on Gonzaga or UNC here. Man, UK fans would have just lost their minds if C.J. Frederick <sighs> would have transferred to UNC and average, like. 21. I mean, he's not going to. But, like, if that would have happened, people just would have lost their minds. But I think it was Kentucky all along. So, I'm not – like, I'm sure he did weigh other options. But I think he wanted to go to Kentucky if Kentucky wanted him. I think Kentucky probably initially was like, ah, let's wait and see who else we can get. And I think there was probably some in-house conversations of, like, 47% three-point shooter. You do not say no to that dude. You go get him right now. Chris Fisher, he's really been on a scoop game lately. He's doing a great job, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the, uh, the right the I'd say all of them are, have been having really, nice scoops here and there. It
1: really has been a uh, like any either one of the sites you you follow along with UK. There's there's scoops to be had. Yeah, I would say with the exception of the newspaper sites, but I also think it's because that's of their the beauty rules. of KRC.
2: We just take all of them, steal them, mm-hmm. spin them as our own. Nobody knows. <laughs> Kidding. If we ever do that, call us out on it. Yeah, I like yeah. to give people credit where they deserve the credit, but and that's another thing with like the paywall that's kind of tough is that like I don't want to, but I feel like giving them you know telling cats illustrated or cats paws giving them – talking about it it's is not the same people, as
1: write about it too. It would make them seek them out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like you should if you want if you want scoop when it happens you you feel free to pay if you feel the need to. Um, uh, obviously, you got free options as well, including this here very radio show. Uh Also, but they're doing a great job. I agree. No way, Collins comes off the bench. He's a top ten recruit. Yeah, but you're going to put a junior Brooks on the bench. You ain't putting Sheboy on the bench, right? What if that? Is in the Cal, what if Oscar could, were to come off the bench? Like you, that's something nobody's talked about.
1: No, no, but I could see Cal and Keon play the three.
2: No, stop! If you no. You say that? No, that's going to make people. No way, don't want it. No way, too many threes. Kellen Grady's your three. Yeah, but Dante Allen's your three. C.J. You, CJ Frederick's your three. No way, I don't you, want to hear it. Yeah. Not accepting it. I mean, if you can I'm overpower, either,
0: if c- you can overpower people in the post, that's what I'm saying. Though top T.J., You your know
2: three. Cal, he loves he loves playing. People players. are going to lose their minds if Brooks plays the three. <laughs> they will. I wouldn't yeah. mind for like here and there if you had Brooks right, Collins right. and Seat c- Sheboy. That'd be you know it'd be fun. You may as well experiment. That's what life's all about. But. Yeah, Brooks consistently play in the three no bueno there. Although, with UK looking out after all these people, is Brooks coming back? Who knows? Would you rather play a golf scramble at Iroquois or a goat ranch? South End sucks.
0: Suck it, Roush. Oh, woo! Get the hell out of here.
2: I'd rather play at Iroquois than a goat ranch, but sometimes it is tough to f- tell the difference.
0: Iroquois is not that great, huh? No, Iroquois is great. Yeah, fine. I, last time I played there is pretty good. It's
2: yeah. not. I mean, it's a public course. Yeah, but it's a fine public course. I like I like the layout. I mm-hmm. like the front nine better than the back nine. Back right nine
1: though, you just... can let it rip. And, and, oh yeah, like I, that's the one. The 17th hole, only par four I'll ever like get close to driving a green.
0: Best um, Indian named golf course in Louisville, in your all's opinion. <laughs> well,
2: like Iroquois like Cherokee, Shawnee kind of uh, getting in trouble, but S-
0: well, Seneca,
1: Olmsted obviously. Parks. Well, S- best Olmsted golf course,
0: obviously Seneca.
1: Seneca, yeah Seneca's Seneca, Seneca for best. you too. Yeah, well, they keep in the best shape. Okay, I've the never greens. played Seneca.
0: That's why I'm asking. You never played Seneca? I like Shaw- Shawnee's my favorite. I think that Shawnee's
1: like... wide open. Yeah, I love but Shawnee. Seneca but Seneca keeps their greens in the best shape. Okay,
2: Seneca's yeah. the nicest public course in Louisville. Okay, condition- check it out condition wise. Um, I'm I like going on up to Cherokee's every now every so often. Got to learn how to hit the ball straight if you want to play at Cherokee, or you'll just hit like two fairways over and people got to deal with it. Oh man. Really thinking about getting fitted for some golf clubs soon. I know. You've been talking about it. I know. I think it's. I would maybe talk to Bobby Cook first. Just be like, what should I be looking for here?
0: Ask him if it's even worth the investment.
2: (laughs) Justin, you couldn't say that with a straight face, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a. D'Angelo Wilson, three-time state champ in football, starting point guard on a state champ in basketball, great grades, elite person, winner. Oh, I'm in. Love hearing that. Yep. And that was another thing about—you uh, all are going to hear me talk about him a lot. I will not be obnoxious about it, but, like, that was another thing about losing Hickman. Hickman's supposedly just a great dude. Like, awesome, awesome person for his age. Wise beyond his years situation. Bum that he left, but mm-hmm. that's okay. The U.K. will be probably better off with how everything will unfold. Or, I shouldn't say better off, but they won't probably miss him too severely. Uh, but maybe down the road, maybe next year we're talking about that as like, ah, you wish you could have a sophomore Hickman. But such is life. If you didn't want to be at UK, then it wouldn't have worked out anyway. So Texter says, Did you all mention
1: Avery Skinner transferring to Baylor? We did. Uh, yeah, no, that was that was the joke because I wrote about it yesterday after the show too.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> She's the she was number two,
1: right? Four. Two is the that's Maddie. One. Yeah, and she okay. was I didn't realize that she was the number two player in the country. And they didn't have they so they had the top ranked recruiting class of last year. This year it's number three. I think oh.
2: volleyball goes Friday Sunday normally.
1: Yeah, they're weekends. Yeah, kind of excited
2: way. like in the fall, like Friday night when I've just got the little baby here and oh yeah, turn them on. turn on volleyball. Yeah, I'll be excited for their season. Go Craig Skinner and the girls. Oh, and tonight we've got UK soccer. Can't forget that. Yep, nine, nine o'clock. o'clock. Sweet it's, sixteen. Uh, wake. Against Wake, spot in the quarterfinals waiting. It'd be a huge win if they were able to get it tonight. You said it's in Lexington? Yes, at at the, at the Bell. Go get you a beer. Oh, no, you can't drink at the games. Yeah.
0: I really want an Indiana-Kentucky championship. Okay, maybe, well, maybe take it so.
2: easy. Maybe someday, buddy.
0: Did you fellows ever venture out to
2: UK hockey games at midnight? Those were great atmospheres. Reluctantly, no. I wish I would. I went to That's one a that and Dance Blue. Some UK regrets of mine. So
1: the UK hockey game was like the only thing that was a downer about it is you needed a driver because it was kind of out. Like it was out Richmond Road, I believe, or it was it was out one of those. It was yeah uh, out by New Circle. So you, it was a little bit of a venture out, but they were a lot of fun because you're right. People just got hammered, and you could just talk. I mean, we talked so much trash and had, not knowing anything, but it was almost like going to a minor league baseball game, except you didn't feel like a jerk talking trash because everybody I there was just like belligerent talking you're trash. You are
2: describing hanging out on the cliff back in our college days. Yes, except and this was rowdier because it was midnight. Oh, man, there's some rowdy games out of the cliff. But okay, I'll take your word for it. I number went. Yeah, I have no yeah, idea. It was, I heard nothing but great things. I, I regret not going. Good times. Texture says terrible twos. I don't know what that's in reference to? How many billions do
1: you all have to make before your wives allow you allow separate sex occasions?
2: I don't know, but Justin, we got a Mega Millions coming up on Friday night. This could be the start of it.
0: Yeah, I, I hey, I won four off last our Tuesday's drawing.
2: Four million, nice.
0: Four dollars. Oh, mm. so
2: hey, go towards your next one. That's right. That's all that matters. I'm only
0: spending sixteen this <laughs> month or this week.
2: Heyo, <laughs> Roush. Implying nerds can't have sex, so he's telling us Duke was adopted. Oh, oh man, oh, what, what a good one! I just Boom. Put, put, put him in a coffin. So now he's re- dead. whoever that texture is is now my new co-host. Wow. <laughs>
1: Those are the rules.
2: John here. Good morning to all. You know, my favorite individual to call a baseball game is Jim Brockmeyer. Oh, man, that guy. I would love to see him call a game for one of my favorite players, Kenny Powers. That guy can throw one crazy knuckleball. Here's one of my favorite quotes from Kenny. Sure, I've been called a xenophobe, but the truth is, I'm not. I honestly just feel America is the best country and the other countries aren't as good. That used to be called patriotism. That's so true. <laughs> well, got to go talk to you later. It's like the... Well, uh, Kenny Powers quote on your Thursday. I wasn't expecting that. It's
1: similar to uh, Austin Powers' dad saying, there are two types of people I hate in this world. People who are intolerable of other people's cultures and the Dutch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's great. Another good Kenny Powers quote. It was the egg rolls, not the ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> you watch Eastbound and Down, Roush? Uh, Just so, bits and pieces?
1: Yeah, and it was one of those things where I got on it on season three, and I don't know why I didn't rewatch. Like I didn't go back and watch the other ones because season three is not as good as the first ones. Like when he's down in Mexico, season three, you had Will Ferrell show up with the white hair. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like used car sales yeah. And yeah, that was good.
2: Want to feel it in my plums? <laughs> yeah, <You got laughs> Craig Robinson what's too. His,
1: what's his? Um, the the is it Howie? Is his buddy's name? That got making me feel uncomfortable at times. Oh, I don't or, know. Is it Dewey? Whoever his buddy is that follows Kenny everywhere.
2: Oh, Stevie, 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 Stevie Janowski. He, oh, he
1: he can make me feel so uncomfortable for being such a wet blanket.
2: He wore a cape all of junior year.
1: <laughs> oh, Texter says, okay, so Justin is never allowed to own a gun after that story. What story was it? The laser tag story.
0: Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. I own two guns. Oh, oh goodness whoa. Gracious, you gun nut? Uh no, I'm just. A Come hunt. take them from you. I'm just a hunter, so oh. I've got a couple shotguns.
2: You can hunt with shotguns? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not a hunter. If you're
0: hunting squirrels, that's the only way you want to hunt or you're not gonna hit one.
2: Guess you could theoretically just hunt with whatever you want to Sure. Theoretically.
1: Uh two of the super six being left was what they meant by terrible twos. Uh, oh that's 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 actually pretty good.
2: Yeah, gosh. They I mean Samuel Williamson's good and he was I, I got why folks were excited. Who's the other one on the team? Why can't I think of him right D- now? Or no, David Johnson left. Uh, Johnson left. Pickleberry left. Sosinski left. The Irish Hulk left. It's literally the only one that I can't think. I
1: can't think of who is on the team.
2: Doesn't matter. It's kind of awkward. I mean, we'll get we'll figure it out at some point. Just think we is it Drake Davis? No, it wasn't. no. He was
1: this most recent year.
2: Jalen Withers. That's who it was. There we go. Yeah. Withers pretty good too. So, so the the two that are left, they're solid. Should have been the super two. The dynamic duo. Haven't lived in Louisville for twenty years, but sounds like nothing has changed. Seneca has always had the best greens, public course greens. Sun Valley layout is underrated. Check it out if it's still around.
1: Uh the back nine at Sun Valley does have a nice layout. Um, that course also gets the victim of vandalism quite a bit, which sucks. Um, where people just drive a four wheeler or something on a green. Um, front nine can be very boring. Um, but there was, uh, I used to go to like a little golf school there back in the day.
2: Bethany Line?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike Lennings ish kind of area. Oh. Um, one texture, uh, I think this will be our last one. Eric has a lovely disc golf course. If it was actually maintained, fund the parks next mayor. They did just re-up, they got new baskets though, and uh changed the layout for some holes. They made a couple really hard there, but I haven't haven't banged that many chains this year.
2: Crescent Hill um is in a little bit better shape too. You're not a lot you gotta get a tea time at Crescent Hill now too. They're to trying bang to bang chains there? No, just oh. to play golf. Say, Nobody's geez. banging chains, man. Hear that noise from Justin? <laughs> Sorry, Justin. It was a noise. All right, uh, do the Soccer Cats win? A team that we've been following all along, we've really grown to love. (laughs) 2-1. Goal
1: in the 82nd minute puts them over the top.
2: I'll say 1-0. They got their goalkeeper back, right? Yeah. The the awesome one. Oh, yeah. And nobody's scoring on on him. All right, go Soccer Cats. Uh, Does tennis start? Who knows? Just play the music. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's (laughs) tennis. Kentucky Roll Call, Big X Sports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Rush, and Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Friday.